John Wayne Gacy was an American serial killer. He was convicted and executed for the rape and murder of at least 33 boys and young men between 1972 and his arrest in 1978. He was also known as the Killer Clown. This story has been adapted for B1 learners and if you would like to listen along with subtitles you can check our YouTube channel. Also, feel free to change the speed if you think it's too fast. In our third episode, we will talk about the life and murders of John Wayne Gacy. John Wayne Gacy was born in Chicago, Illinois on March 17, 1942. He had a mostly normal childhood, but his relationship with his father, John Wayne Gacy Sr., was difficult. His father was not very kind and he would sometimes hurt John and his siblings with his words and actions because he drank too much alcohol. John loved his father a lot and tried very hard to make him proud and get his attention, but unfortunately he couldn't succeed. Sadly, his father passed away on Christmas Day in 1965. In the early 1960s, Casey went to a business college and discovered he was really good at sales. He had a natural talent for convincing people and could handle any situation with his words. After finishing college, he got a job at Non-Bosch Shoe in downtown Chicago as a management trainee. He did very well in his role and was soon moved to Springfield 3 to manage a men's clothing store for the company. He worked there for almost a year. No mucho después de conseguir un trabajo mejor, Gacy se casó con una mujer de una familia adinerada y se mudó con su nueva esposa Waterloo, Iowa. En 1966, porque su suegro se lo pidió, Casey empezó a dirigir el restaurante de pollo de la familia. Según relatos posteriores en el Waterloo Courier, Casey se volvió popular y bien querido en la comunidad. But there were problems in Casey's life. In 1968, he was arrested for the first time. The charge was related to trying to force a male employee to do things of a sexual nature which surprised many people who knew him as a friendly father of two young children, especially his wife, whom he had been married to for two years. After admitting his guilt, Casey was given a 10-year prison sentence at Iowa State's Men Reformatory in Anamosa for the crime of sodomy. His wife decided to divorce him after the sentencing. Casey was furious and told her that he no longer wanted to see his children and would treat them as if they were no longer alive. Después de pasar 18 meses en prisión, Casey salió en libertad condicional en 1971 y regresó a Chicago. Consiguió trabajo como contratista de construcción y después decidió empezar su propio negocio de construcción. En julio de ese año, se casó nuevamente con una mujer que se había divorciado recientemente y se conocieron a través de amigos en común. Con ayuda de su madre, Gacy pudo mudarse a una casa en Des Plaines. In February 1971, Gacy got into legal trouble once more. He was accused of attempting to rape a young man. However, the charges were later dropped because the victim did not show up to the court hearing. Gacy had a talent for business. The Des Plaines Journal mentioned that local merchants knew him as a clever businessman who would sometimes offer lower contract prices than his competitors by hiring high school-age employees to reduce his expenses. 
During his free time, Gacy enjoyed throwing grand street parties for friends and neighbors, where he would dress up as a clown and entertain children at nearby hospitals. He also actively participated in various organizations like the Yaces and the local Democratic Party. As a Democratic prison captain, he even had the opportunity to have his picture taken with First Lady Rosalind Carter. En marzo de 1976, la segunda esposa de Casey decidió divorciarse. Se sentía abrumada por sus cambios de humor impredecibles y su extraña obsesión por revistas homosexuales, lo que dificultaba continuar con el matrimonio. No tenían hijos juntos. On December 12, 1978, the police started to investigate John Wayne Gacy once more. A teenage stock boy named Robert Peace had gone missing from a pharmacy in Des Plaines and Gacy was the last person seen with the boy before he disappeared. During their investigation, the police found out that Gacy had a past criminal record for committing sodomy on a teenage boy. Armed with this crucial information, they obtained a search warrant to investigate Gacy's house further. While carrying out the search warrant, investigators went into a small space below the house. They quickly noticed a very bad smell, like something rotten. They thought it might be because of a problem with the sewage lines and didn't consider it important. Since they didn't find anything obviously suspicious, they went back to their headquarters to examine the items they had taken during the search. Tras revisar los objetos confiscados de la casa de Casey, los investigadores se dieron cuenta que habían incautado involuntariamente una pieza clave de evidencia. Encontraron un anillo que pertenecía a otro adolescente que había desaparecido un año antes. Esta revelación les hizo comprender la seriedad del caso en el que estaban trabajando. Con este importante hallazgo, obtuvieron rápidamente una segunda orden de registro para la casa de Casey. On December 22, 1978, Casey became aware that his hidden secrets were about to come to light. He decided to confess to the police, admitting that he had killed around 33 young men over the past seven years. In addition to his confession, he provided the investigators with a detailed map revealing the location of 28 shallow graves under his house and garage. Additionally, he confessed to disposing of five other bodies in the Des Plaines River. Casey informed the detectives that there were four Johns. He later clarified that these were different aspects of himself. John the Contractor, John the Clown, and John the Politician. The fourth persona he mentioned was Jack Henley, whom he blamed for the evil actions and killings. Casey's murder trial started on February 6, 1980 at the Cook County Criminal Courts building in Chicago. The trial lasted for five weeks, during which both the prosecution and the defense presented more than 100 witnesses to testify. The defense aimed to prove that Gacy was mentally ill and not in control during the killings. To support this argument, they called psychiatrists who had examined Gacy before the trial to testify. However, after the closing arguments, the jury took only two hours to reach a verdict, finding Casey guilty of murdering 33 people. El 13 de marzo de 1980, Casey recibió la pena de muerte. Lo llevaron al Centro Correccional de Menard en Illinois, donde estuvo por poco más de 14 años. Luego fue trasladado a la penitenciaría de Statesville, cerca de Joliet, para su ejecución. 
On May 9, 1994, Casey had his last meal, which included fried chicken, french fries, coke, and strawberry shortcake. Prison officials describe him as being talkative and chatty. In an interview with a Night Tribune reporter shortly before his execution, he mentioned how much had been written about him, including books, screenplays, songs, and articles, but he denied having an ego about any of it, calling it all garbage. Justo después de la medianoche del 10 de mayo de 1994, Casey fue ejecutado mediante inyección letal. Sus últimas palabras fueron, Kiss my ass, dichas de manera desafiante y agresiva. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know in the comments, like it and share it with more people so they can learn and enjoy with Noches de Terror to study English. I'm Cesar, till the next episode. See you.